Hi, Tabs. Hi, Jen. Hi, Rachel. Oh. Hi, Sweet Nixon. Hi, Nixon. Hi, James. Hi, James. Doing Hi, Jesse. Hi. See that haircut. Oh, Jesse's there too. I love your hair. Hi, Jesse. You say hi to Nixon. Hi, Nixon. Peek at, hi, bud. Look at his haircut. Ooh, it's cute. Uh -huh. Show him what you're watching. He likes Mario. That's Mario. That's Luigi. And Mario and Luigi. Yep. Hi, Amelie. Hey, Amelie. There's Amelie too. Everybody's cell phone. Oh, Ooh, girl, you got fancy. cell phone. Ooh, I want the number. Oh, look love at it. that. Is that T9? I do miss a good clip with the old fashioned text message where it began. <laughs> the artifact, huh? It's a toy. It's, it's actually, that used to be a real phone. But guess what? Now it's a toy. <laughs> I have 49 Blackberries. Would you like one? I'll bring yeah, it to the stage for you. He has a lot of calls to make. Hello, and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty, tart, and pleasantly bitter conversation. Hello, and thank you for taking a seat at the table. We are wrapping up series 16. We aren't experts, but they are. This is actually by far, I think, one of my favorite series we have done, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Joining me at the table today is Rachel Flanagan. Well, hey, everybody. Kim McIsaac. Hi there. Jamie Ramos. Hello. Tabitha Cabrera. Hello. And I'm Jennifer Dunn. Hello, ladies. How was your week? Now, please don't all rush to tell me how great it was at the last time. I'm like, wait, Take it's care. only Monday. It's it just been really long, like it could have been a week. Oh, yeah, weekend. How was your good. weekend? Yeah, we, we were on spring break this week. Spring break, too. It was just we're technically on it, but we don't go to school. So every day is spring break. What about you, Kimmy? I don't really remember, to be honest with you. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> no, usually I'm just like, it was a really long week. That's my, that's yeah. my usual. Yeah, just just an ordinary week. We did have my son and his girlfriend came over for dinner last night. Alyssa slept all day. Her sleep's been really off and she woke up and was very unhappy. We had cleaned the house while she was sleeping and she was not happy about it. So she got upset, like all the laundry was put away. And because the laundry had been there for like, I don't know how long, a while in her mind, it like should just be there. So she was, you know, and then she's on a hunt trying to find everything that got moved and yeah. she just didn't cope well with it and of course this all happened and then like my son and his girlfriend got there like 10 minutes into her meltdown so mm -hmm. that was a a little bit rough but she she did pull herself together and just kind of go back into the room and today she's perfectly fine with it um and she's back to dance so she's been enjoying that awesome. we went out to eat on saturday and she was also enjoyed that she like literally had a smile all the time she was eating it was so funny oh i love it <laughs> my girl i, 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 I go, smile like, too and it's good Although like, if I woke mother. up and someone had put away all my laundry, I would not be upset. <laughs> yeah. She likes her laundry in the basket, not in her drawers. So she gets mad when they're in the drawers because she doesn't want them in there. And she was like angrily like moving stuff around in her drawers. And she just doesn't like anything moved. Like once it's there for um, in the house, you know, like when it's cleaned, it looks different. Like even this morning, I'm like, oh, <laughs> so it's like, I can imagine how that probably feels to her, like walking yeah. out, not expecting it being like pretty much sleep deprived. And then she slept the whole day. So it just kind of just completely, you know, it completely, sort of probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we try to get a toilet paper holder and uh, yeah, she broke it. So <laughs> <laughs> Kimmy, I was on the phone with you last week, or maybe we all were, I can't recall who was on it, but um, do you remember somebody had purchased something for the side of the toilet that really doesn't like 
Oh, oh yeah. toilet water oh, blue, yeah. but it just is yep. like an aroma. She threw it away. Yep. It's she peeled it off. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. she was so all of a sudden she was yelling and she was in the bathroom and she was like, yeah. no, 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 no. And then she'd stop yeah. and go, no, no. And I was like, is she mad about something that's in her sister's room? Cause her room's like right across from the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I finally get up to see what's going on. And, um, Lexi got like a little thing. It's like a little gel thing that like sticks into the toilet bowl. It makes it every time it flushes, it gives a nice aroma. Yeah. Not, not today. <laughs> And I went to take it off and I was like, oh, this thing feels gross. I'm not even doing this. I'm like, it'll come off on its own. It's fine. And I like left the bathroom, but then the next time I went in there, it was not on the toilet. So she took it off. Yes. Funny. What about you, Rach? Oh my gosh. I feel like I could just pick up a soundbite from another no res. Uh, Today was the first day of school for Celie in this new program. (laughs) Like again, again, spring break was just last week it's over now so that's amazing (laughs) we had some really hard stuff and then chris to the rescue which is oh my god all of our listeners know chris (laughs) i just i'm glad it's over i hope that we can get through like 90 days of school with her new teacher and uh this new classroom and i don't know just more it's a good ratio the numbers the numbers are on your side they're on your yes, side. They, this are. Time. they yeah. sure are. Finally. But I do remember that when she was younger, I dreaded spring break. I dreaded the weekends, actually. People looked so far. Oh, to my them. God. So what a routine for our kids. They get up as Tabitha knows at the crack of dawn, and then they don't go to sleep, and you literally have to entertain them the entire time. And they're little like that and active. And yeah, Sheesh. I remember that time. Yeah. No, I'm like not about it. So I, I'm glad that spring break is over. I'm glad we're restarting. If you've not followed our whole school journey or, you know, Seeley's whole journey, we've been fighting for this school program for two years and dreaming about it for longer than that. I've cried in the parking lot. So uh, like begging, begging for entry, please let us in, you know, and I would have the school ready the in you know the school that she landed in acknowledging that she'd be a great fit for them but then the school she was leaving uh was not willing to get there to the same point so I mean it's just been such a road I'm grateful to be there it was incredible last week Friday to get a call from the principal and I was like oh god you know like you see her first and last name on your phone and like why are you calling me (laughs) and instead of being kicked out we got a team that said hey this isn't maybe the best fit and we can do better I mean what I was like hold on hold on did you say we're not kicked out of the school she's like no just neighborhood I was like say it again (laughs) (laughs) that's something you're going here more change but hopefully you know it's an improvement that's what the eggs are right now it's a good basket to be in how was your week tabs i know you're a little tired today (laughs) oh yeah we were on spring break what did we do i mean it was 400 hours in the week so we do not know what was happening. but who's counting Nora's on a sleep struggle so i'm on a street sleep struggle and i feel like we did venture out but i just blur blurred it out (laughs) trampoline park i did not go to the trampoline Trampoline park. park Oh, wait, it was mountain climbing and it was last week. Yeah, we did do that recently. Nixon rocked it at the climbing rocked gym. Rocked it, she said. But um, oh, no puns. Puns, puns on puns. I think we all needed a reset. We've had some sunshine in Montana, which has been so good. Kids, oh, we did do water balloons, which mm-hmm. was fun over spring break and water guns because it was sunshiny. I think all the Cabreras have missed the 
360 days of sunshine from Arizona. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a big adjustment. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I don't know. Cramming work in when I can, and that's it. That's all she wrote. Well, I hope you get some sleep tonight. I really Mm-hmm. What about you, James? How was your week? You guys were on spring break, right? Yeah, we were on spring break. We didn't do a lot. We were at home mostly. Uh, Jesse still had therapy, but we kind of were chill because my husband had work and we're saving our pennies for a big trip in the summer. So you know, we just kind of hung out. It was nice. It got, we had one day where it snowed, but overall it was nicer. Like Colorado is actually a really sunny state, but we always either in like February and March, we get like this three weeks of like cloudiness and it's like bearing through until we get back to the sun, which I know other people have it worse, but it feels like forever. And then this weekend we went to the movies, which was fun on Friday. My husband did take Friday afternoon off and we went to this really awesome ice cream shop called Howdy's Homemade Ice Cream, which is a shop that employs individuals with disabilities, intellectual and physical disabilities. So that was really cool because I wanted to go support them. That was fun. And then over this weekend, it's like our last weekend before sports and all that starts. So I was just lazy. There's laundry on the couch. I watched a lot of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> we just chilled. Yeah. So it was, it was good, but I'm not ready. My kids are going back to school tomorrow. And I'm not ready mentally for the rush in the morning. Although it's nice that it wasn't on a Monday. Even though I think shorter weeks for me always feel a little bit longer, but it is nice when they're going back. It's not right after Sunday. Oh, you're going to convince me of that this morning at 8.30? (laughs) Well, we are on, um, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast or not, but my daughter gets home. So Kaya gets homeschooled now. So we're, I think, into our third week of that. So her teacher comes, so she's an education assistant, which would be a para for you guys. Comes to the house a couple hours a day, two to three days a week. So kind of easing into that. So it's been a little bit of an adjustment for her having to sit at the table for two hours, but she lets her get up and have breaks and she wanders around, but you know, she hasn't had any school for since like November. So to sit down and actually focus on something like that. Um, so I always joke like, oh, spring break, not spring break. Oh, Easter's coming. I have no concept of time. I literally yeah. just have to remember when it's Monday morning because I have to have to work so anyway well I hope everyone has a good week I want to chat about the series because one of our uh, guests was really near and dear to my heart but we had four experts on this series episode one we had Laura Stubert I hope I pronounced her name correctly she is a disability estate planning attorney Episode two, we had uh, Lauren and Christine from the West Coast Feeding and Behavior Specialists. They are a feeding clinic. Um, they were the clinic that my daughter attended. Episode three, we had Lisa Candera, the autism mom coach. And then episode four, we ended with Deidre Lundberg, and she is a speech language pathologist. And also a couple of these mamas on here are autism moms. So I think we related again on a little bit deeper level with them. So what did you ladies think? I like them all for different reasons. I thought everyone had like a good flow to it. I learned some stuff. It was good just to chat. It was like validating in some ways. I really liked during the feeding how I think I can't remember which one made the joke about like, you know, how we always hear your kids will eat, your kid will eat eventually, or they'll eat when they're hungry. And she's like, that's not true. And I'm like, thank you expert for saying that. Like, we all say that all the time, but it's nice hearing someone that's an expert say that. And same with Lisa. Like, I don't know if it was on the podcast or before recorded, but she made a joke about, um, oh, have you tried melatonin? <laughs> Which we all hear all the oh time. My God. 
So it's like fun hearing those things from outside just our little circle of like, okay, we're not crazy. <laughs> this stuff isn't working for other people. And to like get all these tips and advice and be able to like talk to someone. I think for the first episode, it was just like reassuring to hear like, okay, this is how this works. What steps we do need to take to help our kids. Cause I think a big part of that about the future and what's going to happen after we're gone is like, it just seems like so much work, which it still is a lot of work, but like knowing a path to that, I really liked. So I really liked everyone. DJ was a lot of fun and I think had a really good way of like explaining all this stuff that we hear all the time, but like really understanding, like, I really liked our scripting conversation. Mm -hmm. I thought it was good. I mean, it's good to have people on to talk about a variety of different things, like resources for future plannings. Mm -hmm. Everyone gave us like good information in their field, I think, you know, feeding clinic. I didn't know a lot of that stuff. Lisa was great. I loved her vibe and her like support of moms who are in the thick of it or parents who are in the thick of it and just understanding where they're coming from I thought that was great thumbs up to this series <laughs> Give it yeah. a thumbs up. I mean I like them all too and I really like Lisa talking about really how you're affected by all the yeah. things and then that how that in turn affects your children and I don't think that a lot of people really like take the time to think about that even though it's like you know that mm-hmm. subconsciously but it's like hearing somebody talk about it it's just kind of validating and yeah it's kind of like food for thought it really makes you think when you're in certain situations it was funny because over the weekend um when that happened with Alyssa and then Neil was like kind of yelling at her and I'm like I'm like no we need to de-escalate <laughs> yeah. yeah bring he's it down like, he's like what but I think too what's really cool about that like like she said is no one they'll be like you need to stay calm you need to do Mm -hmm. this but no Mm -hmm. one explains to you why or how to do that and like you want to think as adults that we have control over our emotions but guess what a lot of adults don't completely so I really like that too Kimmy and no one yeah like no one addresses your capacity either I don't think it's like you meet with 400 people who are telling you all the things that you should do every week. And it's never talked about like, where are you at? How much are you eating? How much are you sleeping? Have you done anything social? Are you doing anything for yourself? Like literally no one says that to you. They just said, Hey, fill out these 500 additional forms for our intake process for the next thing. You know, it's like in the next seven minutes while you have your kid on your, yeah. Answer these 400 emails oh, you missed my email. Yeah, I get 15 emails a day from people. I mean, that's an exaggeration. But at times I have gotten like 15 emails a day when I'm trying to set up services and different Mm -hmm. capacities or whatever. And I think she's right that it is like a lost piece of this support for our kids is supporting ourselves in this realm, you know? Well, I was going to say too, when you do get asked that stuff, like when someone does ask if you're okay or something, it's in the realm of mental health, which is really important, but that's not always what it is. Like Mm -hmm. so what she's talking about is how to like prepare ourselves for meltdowns, how to work through meltdowns, how to like, Mm -hmm. it's either like the extreme of like, okay, you need like mental health intervention. You need therapy, you need this, but it's like, okay, but what's, how do I work in the middle here? That's what I really like her about her is like, how do I solve these problems as they're going instead of like building myself up until I'm going to explode and then hopefully getting medication or a therapist for that. Like in the span of three months time, as you're waiting to get an appointment with somebody when you're on the verge of like falling off a cliff, 
And I think that for me, like having a kid who was diagnosed so long ago, just to really see how full circle we're starting to come. I shouldn't say full circle, mm-hmm. but really a long way from then because nobody talked about the parents then. Even all the food stuff wasn't really like a relevant conversation that was, it was like, connected. it was asked, but it was like, okay, on, on to the next thing. And like how Jamie said earlier, it's kind of validating because, you know, a lot of people make you feel like, even professionals make you feel like, oh, well, basically either letting them get away with it or they're just picky or they'll just eat when they're hungry. And then it's just kind of validating to hear, you know, they came up with like, you know, they have another name for this. I think that's validating for people because a lot of times you're kind of made to feel like, I feel like in this life, a lot of it, people make you feel like you're dramatizing things. And it's like, no, there's no need to dramatize things. Believe me, if anything, um, making it, I'm making it a little less dramatic. I would say that I would often not want to explain a situation to a friend at the lunch table or really to anyone for that matter, because what I was saying sounded so outrageous that it literally did sound like I was exaggerating. Mm-hmm. People are used to problems that have solutions. And yeah. I don't mean to call everything a problem. Like, I don't mean to speak in generalizations in that way, but like, if your kid has an ear infection, you treat an ear infection, you know, a typical kid, like you, you can see the symptoms, you get this thing. It's like, whatever. And I'm sure an ear infection is hard for everybody, but for us, you got to wonder if it's gone. You have to wonder if that's what it is. You have to like seek treatment. You have to bring them into the clinic. I mean, everything's a thousand things and God darn, you know, it's just, to me, our series was so cool because for so many times, you know, we can talk about different services or different people or learn something in our interview. But what I think happened this time is that a lot of the things, the people that we brought ended up being really accessible to our listeners. You know, having the feeding clinic with an online program, having Lisa, I mean, are you kidding mm-hmm. me? You guys, like, has she not been, you know, none of us are in a particular feeding thing right now or, you know, planning for our trust right now, but all of us are momming so hard right now. And Lisa's words have just been playing in my head. Like even her approach is such a paradigm shift. Yes, like, her I, I almost forgot that you could look for a service that brought actionable steps rather than this like lifetime investment of time where you may or may not see progress in a miserable way. <laughs> like, like doing therapy like that for me is brutal, but thinking like, oh, Rach, just change this one focus for the day. Make that the habit tomorrow. I can do that. Like it's something I can take away and implement, you know? But I also think that, you know, when I think about all the support groups and all our, you know, all the pages and all of these online coaching um, opportunities really came out of COVID because everyone turned to their computer and a Zoom and just trying to find somebody across that that screen that understood. And I think, you know, I do think that that sort of this kind of, I absolutely think this all kind of came from that. I mean, of yeah, course, social pivot. media was, yes, the pivot, but of course, I mean, of course, social media was huge before, but I think everyone just connected on such a different level when, when everybody was locked down. I'm sorry, it just feels kismet to-, to me to run into a Lisa Candera reel though. You know, you're just like, oh, holy Christmas. Look at, here's this like actionable thing. Not a, not a soundbite that makes me want to cry or something that's so different from my family, but like following the autism mom coach is like, 
a breath of validation. I mean, it's just so cool. Sorry, Kim, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was, I was just going to say, I think these businesses had to find a way to like keep their business going when mm -hmm. they couldn't see people um, yeah. in person. So then a lot of these things were created and then it's still working today because I mean, a lot of people just can't get can't to get there, yeah. a place to do things, you know? So it's like to be able to do it from- Additionally, a wait list, like it cuts a wait list. Yeah. 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 Well, like, you know, Rachel always calls my employer dreamboat, Doug. And I remember when the opportunity with the feeding clinic aligned and I said, can I work from the lobby there for a week? And he's like, you bet. Like, no questions asked. I just brought my laptop every day. She's, yeah. You know, and I worked away in there. But um, so for me, I think, I mean, all four um, experts were, you know, Laura was, it's so interesting. As hard as that stuff is to hear, oh, I have a really hard time with it. But so informative and also kind of gives you an idea of how much work is ahead obviously for me the feeding clinic is near and dear to my heart Kaya went through their program so the, yeah so I loved having them on and, and letting people hear their knowledge and well and I think uh like Laura I liked how much information she dropped for us mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. you can start and I really think that there's a misconception that estate planning or trust in estates is for people who are rich or for people who yeah. have money and it's really like if you own a house, if you own property, if you own anything, or if you are wanting a specific person to care for your kid that's in your control, you should have some of these documents, maybe not all of them, but some of these documents in place because otherwise it goes through a probate process and someone else gets to decide those things for you. So I right. loved that. And then Deidre, I love Deidre mm. because she brought it home with the mom perspective paired with the SLP yes, perspective. Yeah. You know, she was like, here's what I do for a profession, but here's how it works at home, <laughs> Yeah, know? which is yeah. also validating. I think, especially for like AAC use, I'm like, oh, thank God, because this is so hard. It's so <laughs> hard to implement. It's so hard to like learn and yeah. navigate all of that stuff. Well, even her talking about packs, like we only did a little bit of packs where it was like, you know, a picture yeah. or a bridge or, but how she was like, that is so hard. Like digging, like when you're at home and you're like trying to talk to your kid and you have other children or things running around and you're like digging for the picture, like, <laughs> you know, and some people that works great for, but it's nice to hear from someone who's a professional being like, I get that that might not work for you, or that's harder to do at home. And we might be able to work more on it in actual therapy because that's all our focus is. So it's, mm -hmm. it's always nice when people get like the realistic aspect of like, we have lives outside of just. Yeah. Life. Yeah. And I find the speech and language stuff just so fascinating anyways. Mm -hmm. I just Me love too, learning Kimmy. about it and hearing about it and just like really realizing that speech therapists are just people, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like people put this thing on them to be miracle workers and it's like you know it's just unrealistic on our part sometimes although they are like god sends and they are so helpful they're just people and they're another just person doing... trying yeah and obviously being very knowledgeable in their field also helps so much but it really is hard with some of our kids to do that carryover at home you know so i think that hearing like you said how she also had a hard time doing some of the carryover at home it's like you know it's just funny to me but I really liked her. Yeah. Cause you, I like getting both perspectives as a professional and the autism parent. So it was like, yeah. you know, both worlds collided and yeah, I thought that was great. Was Next stuff. expert series. Sleep. Please. <laughs> I mean, talk to Is that. Where thing? have you been? Sleep expert. Yeah. Miss who's the sleep expert. Cut, send us an email table for yes, five podcast listening. at gmail.com. What is our email? 
Table for five podcasts. That podcast oh, at gmail.com. Right. <laughs> There's also <laughs> that back up one, which is TFF melatonin doesn't work at gmail.com. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this. We were talking to a psychiatrist and she informed me that not sleep Ooh. can be a part of autism. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. We could maybe have her on. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I value the time of our listeners much more than that. You're welcome, people. Do you know what I just realized? It's Tell April me. 12th. Our first podcast came out April 12th. It's been two oh, years. Two, two years. years. Killing it. Isn't that crazy? Can I just lay something it. out there? Two like, years. And also, because when we listen to this, not in the edits, but in the lot launch oh my god we're going to be together in less than like three weeks less than like less than two weeks oh my god we get to hug so again soon. two years in crazy oh my gosh that's just so nice thing about traveling to see each other in april our it's our anniversary month forget kim and neils it's our yeah, anniversary. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also kim and neils who have made it also thank you neil for letting us use yes. your- <laughs> and just so our listeners know we do have all of our meals blend out and we are very looking forward to those. Oh my God. Did you guys see my little outfits today? We could be having an ad for Shein unless they're called something else and I misrepresent them. I think you're right. Um, I think Jamie thinks that's how it's pronounced I as think well. it's Shein. Shein. I think it's Shein. 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 Some people say Shein. I don't know. Also, if you know how to hey, pronounce listen. either Shein yeah. or Shein. We would like to know. Shein us an email or in the quote. She and, and I want to be clear likely, about something. Most likely that, DMs because you're young and you know about this stuff. <laughs> like <laughs> the receipts. Like the receipts. Like, yeah. What? Okay. This I have just, it's just receipts. a thing. I just want to let next... people know. If you have these preconceived notions of Sheen, Sheen, she circle your favorite Sheen, that they are crap to return. We're here to debunk that. I want you to know that the materials that I got were fantastic. The sizes that I picked were according to the size chart and maybe they're even generous. I'm just here to say it out loud to the people because maybe you believed I, the things I did before my first envelope of Shein, Shein. Uh, yeah, well, I have my second bag coming. So when we figure this out, we'll decide what stays. Well, how's it pronounced, Kimmy? How, how's it pronounced, Kimmy? Okay, this is the American pronunciation. Shine. Shine. No, it's not shine. <laughs> That's what it says. We need a commercial. But she, it's she whatever. We are declaring it here. You know the website WWs. Well, this one says it's pronounced she, she in. in. Mm, that makes Lacey's. sense. Oh my God, two year anniversary. I know. Is that- I just can't believe that we're doing our photos again and that it's been two years. It's going to be so much fun. So much fun. What a dang thrill. I am so grateful, most of all, to be in the arms of all of our listeners. Because we met in the Coop's Troop and because we're going to the More Than a Caregiver and Finding Cooper's Voice event, it will be such a nice time to connect with so many of the people listening. And I just love that. I just love that. I mean, it's great hugging you all, but. And not just attending, we are the official media partner for the event. Oh. So we'll be doing interviews coming in off oh, cool. of, um, I'd like to say the red carpet, but I believe it's a, a beautiful bluish purpley green hinge tone, maybe, maybe some tan thrown in there, but we will be on that carpet. We don't you know yet. As you come in, we don't know yet. We cannot wait to see everyone. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you haven't uh, checked out the series, highly recommend it. All four guests were phenomenal. We're very thankful they took time out of all of their busy schedules to join us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I hope everyone survived the 
coming week and can't wait to get everything back to who's our next um our next couple of our next episode right back in queue james (laughs) right there uh so coming up next we're gonna do like a a kind of fun episode because we've recently had some conversations where we've realized that we're old and do not know what's going on with the youth we might be Mm. old there might be a story about the term receipts and how Jen then and the youths then the youths Rachel are very confused about someone actually having paper receipts. Yeah, it's like who has paper receipts? Yeah. Then Wait, after that, we are doing a episode on sensory. So yes. yeah, yeah, great. Yes. Yeah, yes, great. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Happy Autism Awareness Month. Thank you for joining us at the table for this episode. Check out the description to find where you can sign up for our newsletter, how to become a supporter, and find links to us individually. Join us next Monday for more. And while you wait, check out our content on Facebook and Instagram. If you are enjoying the podcast, please make sure to subscribe and rate and review us wherever you listen. To contact us, you can email us at tableforfivepodcasts at gmail.com. We can't wait to sit with you again.